founder of the Guardian Angels. A group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Into this house we're born. Like a dog without a bone and actor out alone, riders on the storm. Great song here, the lunchtime edition of WABC featuring yours truly, Curtis Sliwa. You're not going to want to miss it in the 45 minutes of a ripping reading and commentary. No phone calls, please. Save it for the weekends when it's uh, always broadcasting Curtis and it's... Uh, it's uh, phone-driven, no gas, phone-driven. But uh, we're going to have a brand-new um, brand new song that we're going to introduce um, this uh, 45 minutes, uh, Lou, for the mayor who's once again flown the coop. He's not in New York City today. Today, I'll let you know where he is later. Pivot and shift, right? Pivot and shift. Oh, it's another classic uh, compared to the original by Chris Libertini and... The member of the deep state, Chris Pavona, which was, it's all in the hips. Well, we're going to have a whole library of them by the time this guy is finished destroying our city. Like his predecessor, Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope. In fact, Michael Goodwin in today's New York Post indicates in a full-page column, we can't afford another de Blasio, a.k.a. debacle. Well, you wanted it, and you got it. And we'll get to that later on because now of far more importance is the hurricane at his moments from smashing uh, into the shore of West Florida. Uh, hurricane Ian, it's a stage four hurricane with winds at times gusting up to 125, 135 miles per hour. It has reached uh, Fort Myers and it has reached Naples. So it's basically all West Coast. And it's going on up to Sarasota and then Tampa, St. Petersburg. And I can uh, just tell you, forget the National uh, Weather Service. I got boots on the ground. I have guardian angels in Fort Myers. They say the people are hunkered down. Home Depot uh, got depleted of all the plywood. The plywood is up. They ran out of sandbags, so they have to use hefty trash bags, and they fill them full of dirt and sand. Because they know that the waves are now cresting up to 17 feet. And as it works its way up, I can tell you Newport Ritchie, which is right near Tampa, St. Petersburg, have guardian angels. And they've said not only have they run out of uh, sandbags and are using hefty trash bags. And they've used up every available piece of plywood that has been brought over from Red China. That's right. Most of the plywood is from Red China. Oofah. But that on a lot of the plywood that has gone up on the private homes, there are the signs that always are put up throughout Florida whenever a storm, a tropical storm, or a hurricane hits. If you loot, we shoot. Don't you dare come inside and be surprised because you may not get outside. I love it. In big red letters, black letters on the plywood, almost wherever you go. Especially the closer you get to the hood in Tampa, in St. Petersburg, in those areas that I've mentioned, the more likely it is that the plywood has those messages. 
And the interesting thing is that the sheriffs in Florida are elected. And the sheriffs actually encourage people to get guns. They'll train you in the use of guns. And they let you know if somebody comes into your house during good weather or bad weather, with our blessings, blow them the kingdom come. We hope they die so we don't have to spend a lot of money on three hots in a cot, free optical, free dental, free trips to the law library for them to look for a nuance in the law to slip through the legal cracks and free trips to be lifting the dumbbells so that they can build their physique so when they get out, they can commit more crime. I mean, that's a, that's so welcome to hear. You would never hear that up here. I remember when Superstorm Sandy hit. I went into Hamilton Beach, a.k.a. right next to uh, Old Howard Beach, New Howard Beach. And, again, it is not a blender. It's right next to JFK, right next to the A-Train. We'll get to an update on that vicious attack against that JFK worker right in the Howard Beach A-Train station, which is connected to the buses that take you to the JFK terminals. We'll get to that in the next segment. You don't want to go anywhere. We broke that story, remember, Lou? We broke it on Sunday. Really worked it on Monday. Then the Post blew it up. And now all the media is covering it, including on the front pages of today's New York Post and today's Daily News. In fact, you see the picture of the battered and bruised victim of that vicious attack in which she's saying on the front page of the New York Post, Help us, Mr. Mayor, help us. You said you would put police in the subways. Where are they? And by the way, a full-scale editorial by Nicole Jelanis that says, Risking our lives to take the train, city fails to protect women. If you don't protect the women, you'll never get people back into these uh, empty office buildings, 50% empty. And you'll never revive the nightlife that the swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams, claims that he's dedicated to. Unless you have women going to restaurants and bars and especially nightclubs. No women, no men. Unless the men are interested in men. And obviously that's what, 10% of the population where they're fighting over croutons, staring at one another and not chasing skirts. We'll get to that all momentarily. But let's look at this hurricane. It's going to smash through, and as you know, Lou, if we look at the places that it's hitting, Fort Myers, Naples, Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, right on up the west coast of Florida, it's not as heavy northeast coast residents as the east coast. If you worked your way up from Miami to Fort Lauderdale to Palm Beach County to Port St. Lucie, New York Mets, um, Spring Training Center. No, no, it's not as heavy, but still, there are a lot of New Yorkers, folks from Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Connecticut who live along the west coast of Florida. Now, is it conceivable, um, Lou, that when this hurricane smashes and does the damage it's expected to do, that Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, who rushed over to the PR and the DR to see if he could revive the nightclubs at night because there was nothing else he could do. He couldn't provide electricity. He couldn't provide fresh water to the residents of Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. Do you think he will also go to Florida to help New Yorkers? Many of them have secondary homes in those areas that are going to be hit or have departed New York and are now living full-time in DeSantis land, Freedom Land. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's red. That's right. Florida's red. It's no longer purple. It's no longer blue. 
It's uh, not Charlie Chris, a Democratic governor. It's uh, DeSantis, a Republican governor. It will never, ever happen. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, whatever we can do in the aftermath of this hurricane that is just shy of a Category 5 storm now, Ian has reached 155 miles per hour. You know the devastation that that's going to cause. And by the way, the one thing I can tell you, Lou, in the aftermath of hurricanes, tropical storms, and storms in Florida, the most welcome people in the world are all the illegal aliens who are there because they do the grunt work. Uh, They'll go in and they'll extricate all the uh, flotsam and jetsam and sludge. And, you know, in lots of parts of Florida... You have the uh, tropical plants there with the sticklers on it. I forgot the name of it. And you'll have dead iguanas. And they're going to be the ones who go in there a lot of times without hazmat suits, without any protective garb, without the Playtex gloves, without masks. And they will do the job that nobody else wants to do. So we're keeping our fingers crossed, hoping for the best. But we know it's probably going to be worse than worse. But not far from there is Cape Canaveral. And, boy, they were dancing the Taratella and the horror all day on Tuesday because they called it a giant leap for humanity in the name of planetary defense. As you know, they had sent that space probe into an asteroid at 15,000 miles per hour in an attempt to prove it can deflect planet-threatening space rocks. It was a success. But I wonder, Lou, when... When you see those planes uh, in those reality shows fly right into the eye of a hurricane like Ian now with uh, winds upwards of 150 miles an hour, and you wonder how can that plane, it's just a, a plane, a hurricane plane, be stable and not get destroyed? How is it that we could destroy an asteroid so far away? And we've yet to develop a technology to neuter the strength of the winds, of the circular winds that just keep going round and round and round until they reach landfall and they weaken. And then as they move further up into Florida and then possibly Georgia and the Carolina coast, uh, they may be back to just a normal storm uh, center. It is interesting how we can do one and yet we can't do another. On the local front, you're going to love this, Lou, because uh, I understand that You have tattoos uh, where we can't see it. And a man's man, I understand, in order to integrate yourself, along with uh, Sid Rosenberg out into the Irish Riviera, the Rockaways, uh, you have a uh, shamrock. It's almost like uh, you have to do it. you got to flash your shamrock when you're in the Irish Riviera or Broad Channel and indicate that, yeah, 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 you're in solidarity. Or it could be Woodlawn up in the Bronx. Right into that part of Yonkers, which is like Little Dublin. It could be in Westerly. It could be in Pearl River, the Irish Riviera along the Hudson in Rockland County or Spring Lake on the Jersey Shore. Well, there is legislation in the city council. They obviously have too much time on their hands in which if a guy or a gal or a non-binary or someone who hasn't made up uh, yet their minds in terms of what sexuality or what gender identification that you must identify them with, whatever the tattoo they have on, you must accept them for potential employment and you must accept them as a possible tenant. So let's say, Lou, you happen to be a Jewish landlord and a guy is seeking uh, a room. 
either to rent it or lease it or maybe wants to buy a condo from you. And he's got a swastika on his head that says death to the Jews. According to this legislation, you could not say, hell no, get the hell out of here. Uh, never again. You can't say that. Let's say if you're, um, you're in HR and you're looking to employ people because obviously we have a dearth of people willing to work here now in the city uh, unless it's virtually at home. And let's say a woman walks in. Uh, happens to be African-American or a person of color, and you can see. And sometimes tattoos on a person of color, depending on the melanin of their skin, so dark that it's like looking at skywriting. But anyway, you can depict it and you can see that it says, F all white people. You cannot exclude them from consideration of employment at your firm or uh, being able to rent or lease or buy a condo. Uh, I'd like to see how that floats with condo boards and co-op boards, but get ready for this. It is uh, happening in the city council, and they just have way too much time on their hands. And in the aftermath of that invasion of Wawa in Frankfurt, uh, Philadelphia, just about 10 miles away from Center City, uh, they now indicate that even 10-year-olds were like locusts going through the cornfield and the Wawa's. As they were grabbing anything they could, they were looting, they were boosting, they were destroying product, destroying property, fighting outside. No arrests were made. Now they're going after 10-year-old enemies of society. You know the DA there uh, will not do anything whatsoever. And it's interesting because there is a story that has come out that Best Buy stores and Home Depot stores throughout America, because of shoplifting and boosting of products, are now going to have special items behind glass containers in which you need an attendant to come with a key in order to get. So you're going to hear from up in the uh, the front of the store at Best Buy or at uh, Home Depot, uh, uh, aisle 6, uh, please, we need someone to help a customer in aisle 6 get some of the uh, items that they need. A lot of the items are going to be behind are going to be behind glass and case doors in which you need a key from somebody who works at Best Buy or Home Depot in order to get it. Like here with Dwayne Reed, CVS, and Walgreens. New York's talk station with the King of New York, Curtis Lewa, seventy-seven WABC. I wish that I could fly. Kravitz uh, may have created uh, the theme song for Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. Believe it or not, Lou, he was away for three days, 72 hours, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, claiming he was on a humanitarian mission to help the people in Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic who were battered by Hurricane Fiona. Not this hurricane, Hurricane Fiona. And he did absolutely jackedly squat nothing other than to cop a photo, uh, a photo spread 
in which he was taking pictures mostly with his own crew that he brought over there from New York City that we've had to pay for lock, stock, and barrel. So yesterday he came into the city and naturally, finally, the press corps showed some culions, some huevos, and went on the attack. But guess what? You know where he is uh, again, Lou, today? He flew the coop. With all the craziness going on, with the illegals still flooding in, building the tent in Orchard Beach that nobody wants, with an idea of building tents in other communities that he won't say where it's going to go, the rising crime rate, women under attack in the subways, and the mayor and his staff saying it's only perception. It's only perception of the crime problem. Well, he's flown the coop, and all day long, the mayor of New York City, It's in Washington, D.C. He's meeting with members of Congress. He's delivering remarks at the White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health. He's delivering remarks before the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's annual legislative conference. And then he's wrapping up the day meeting with African American Mayors Association and National League of Cities. Hey, you need to do your freaking job here. The guy doesn't want to be here, ladies and gentlemen. He just wants to fly away. He just wants to fly away. You can't fly away, Eric Adams. You can't abandon ship. You said you had the plan. You were the man. You've been, you've delivered Ugats. You've delivered Bupkis. And now it's increasingly clear you don't want to be here. Now let's go, uh, if we can, to what happened yesterday. So he finally arrives back from his three-day extravaganza at taxpayers' expense for the photo ops and the DR and the PR. And he goes ranting and raving about how he's got to have his own time. In fact, if you can, Lou, let's go to cut to first. Cut to first. Because this is what he said yesterday about the fact that it's none of your damn business what I do in my off hours. Not every meeting I have is in my capacity as mayor. You know, some meetings it's not. And so, and it's, it's very difficult on how I flow. How I flow? Uh, do you flow downriver? Do you flow upriver? What the hell do you mean flow? We know that you're flowing out of the city. Uh, we're in an emergency crisis ourselves here. You won't go down to the Texas border at the invitation of Governor Greg Abbott to see the Michigan there. You won't probably go to Florida to help New Yorkers in distress there like you did in PR and DR. But I tell you what, <laughs> he says he's not a uh, nine-to-five kind of mayor. You're trying to put me in the box of these mayors that may have been nine-to-five guys. I'm a nine-to-nine guy. I'm a nine-to-nine guy. Now, Lou, I'm trying to figure this out. Does he mean 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. round the clock to 9 a.m.? Because if he does mean 9 a.m. round the clock, 24-7-365, the the only way he could be wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and awake is when he goes to these private clubs like his favorite, the Zero Bond uh, uh, Club where you can only get in there through private membership, whatever happens at the Zero Bond Club, stays in the Zero Bond Club. He's doing (laughs) lines of coke there. Gotta be. How can you go nine to nine? 
Anyway, I, he probably meant 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and then he's hanging out with felons. He's hanging out with the most disreputable people you could imagine and claiming, oh, I do that to try to give them therapy, to try to give them rehab. Oofa. Then he blasted past mayors and compared himself to this. You've had a lot of mayors that did the waltz, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I do the boogaloo, a salsa, <laughs> you know? So don't, don't, if you want to get through these next three years and three months, don't try to script me. Because I told y'all this when I was elected. If you try to script me, you're not going to get it right. No, 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 no. No, 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 Eric Adams. When you went for review, you said all the things you thought the people wanted to hear to elect you versus me, ultimately, in the general campaign for mayor. You said what you thought they wanted to hear. Now, all of a sudden, you're saying, hey, hey, you you can't change me. Uh, in fact, Lou, let's go back to what he said just a month ago, a month ago now. So yesterday, he's saying... None of your business, uh, members of the media, none of your business, members of the public, what I do between 9 p.m. and 9 a.m. in the morning. It's my time. You get 12, and then I get 12. That's not what he told the New York Times a month ago. I'm never on private time. <laughs> you know that? You know, I'm considered May all the time. I don't clock out. Uh-oh. Can I hear that again? That's just a month ago. You know, the trait of a liar, Lewis. You tell so many lies, you forget the lies that you just told. Classic uh, on that was Bill Clinton. I mean, the guy would just lie, lie, lie. You'd have to remind him, and then he'd be on to the next slide. Let's hear what he said just a month ago to the New York Times that he's on duty 24-7-365. I'm never on private time. <laughs> you know that? You know, I'm considered mayor all the time. I don't clock out. He doesn't clock out. Well, yesterday he decided he clocks out nine hours a day. Tough noogies, it's none of your business. But today, as he goes to Washington to escape to Michigan, the problems of New York City, which are many, uh, he leaves this whole idea of putting these asylum seekers, these illegal aliens in tents who are coming from Venezuela, who are single, able-bodied males. They have no sponsors, no family here, nobody to take responsibility for them. And, um, in fact, (laughs) he won't answer a straight question like, well, where are the other locations that you're looking at? And, by the way, I I have the three that they're really seriously considering now. But let's listen to the mayor first, please. This is not a shelter issue. This is a humanitarian refugee migrant crisis, humanitarian crisis. And so we're going to pivot and shift as the need. Oh, pivot and shift. Oh, pivot and shift. Oh, my God. I've heard that so many times, pivot and shift. So what happened, Chris Libertini and Chris Bavoni, part of the deep state at WABC, created the newest one. You remember, uh, it's all in the hips. Well, now it's pivot and shift. This is not a shelter issue. This is a humanitarian refugee migrant crisis, humanitarian crisis. And so we're going to pivot and shift as it needed. <laughs> pivot and shift. I do the boogaloo. I salsa. Pivot and shift. Pivot and shift. First you pivot, then you shift. Pivot and shift. Pivot and shift. The walls. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Pivot and shift. Pivot and shift. This is not a shelter issue. First you pivot, then you shift. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Pivot and shift. Pivot and shift. 
Outstanding, outstanding. Wow, that's back-to-back, belly-to-belly, Chris Libertini and the head of the deep state, Chris Bavone. First it was, it's all in the hips, and now we have pivot and shift. And he's always saying, oh, we pivot and shift, we pivot and shift. Well, he did a pivot and shift today, and he flew to D.C., escaping the continued controversy. Let me give you a little update here, because... um, He's now not only beginning the construction of that tent in the parking lot of Orchard Beach in the Bronx, he's looking at three other locations. Get ready, Lou, out in the Irish Riviera. He's looking at Fort Tilden, which is between Breezy Point and Rockaway Beach. He's looking at Floyd Bennett Field, which is on Flatbush Avenue on the way to the Marine Park Bridge, a.k.a. the Gil Hodges Bridge. And he's looking at Herman A. McNeil Park. That's right, College Point residence in Queens. That's right on the East River. Beware, he's looking there. But then he decided yesterday, as he was catching so much heat from the media, finally the McWhitey-Whiteys had had enough of his, my complexion is my protection. He decided to poke fun at, of all places, the heartland of America, Kansas. New York has a brand. Kansas doesn't have a brand. (laughs) (laughs) New York has a brand. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. And think to yourself, there's no place like home. 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 Kansas. There's no place like Judy Garland. Oh, over the rainbow. There are so many of our listeners, Lou. A lot of them gay men, when they hear this song, this is like the anthem. You know, never happens with Bette Midler or Lady Gaga. I don't, I don't care what generation it is. They hear Judy Garland singing over the rainbow, and boy, it gets all their attention, including mine. I don't know if that makes me gay or whatever. I love this song. But this can also be the song that equates to Vice President (laughs) Giggles Harris, who went to the DMZ in South Korea and saw the South Korean soldiers peering through binoculars at their adversaries on the other side behind the kimchi curtain, of the evil seat of Kim Jong mentally ill as they were staring back at them. Oh, she looked at that DMZ, but she refuses to go to the border between Mexico and the United States, even though she was appointed the Tsarina in charge of border affairs by Papa Chulo Joe Biden. Andale, andale, andale. Who's your daddy? Oh, can I hear a little more of that? Oh, so inspiring. All right, enough of that, uh, Vice President Giggles. Let's go back uh, to um, the Bronx, Orchard Beach. Now, you would think uh, that a number of the elected officials in and around that area would be very angry that this was just thrust upon them. But then again, when you're in the Bronx, you get no respect. You're the Rodney Dangerfield of all boroughs. They want you to leave. AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, head of the Democratic Socialists of America, the, uh, uh, what they call the warriors for equality, equity. They want you to leave. But look at this guy, up there in the neck. I'm going to be up there. The assemblyman, Michael Benedetto, actually has said, oh, I welcome the illegals. I welcome the single able-bodied Venezuelans to this tent. Oh, yeah, Eric Adams is doing a good job. Uh, 
folks up in the neck. Why don't you call the Assemblyman Michael Benedetto and ask him about that? Because what, did he get some schedule, some uh, increase in discretionary funds? And speaking of the front page, Lou, I'm so proud of our crack uh, news team here at WABC. As Kevin Josh, our weekend producer, was telling uh, uh, our program director, Mike Meany, excuse me, Matt Meany, I call him Mike, whatever, uh, we were having a discussion before the program today, and Kevin Joe said, yeah, Curtis broke that story about the woman who was so savagely attacked at the JFK station. The JFK station. And uh, we broke that story Sunday. Then our crack news team followed up on it Monday to connect all the dots because the MTA had embargoed that video. video. The MTA, the money-taking agency, had ordered that that video not be shown. That crime that is all over the front pages of today's Post and Daily News. You've seen it on the news now over and over and over. And I hope they continue to show that. That she was so battered and bruised. And then all of a sudden... Yesterday, she made another appeal to the mayor of the city of New York to do your freaking job. Every day is an incident in the subway. What happened to all these police officers? They said they will have there to protect us, to be there. There's like nobody to be found. I don't understand. Every day is an incident in the subway. What happened to all these police officers? They said they will have there to protect us, yeah. to be there. I mean, there's, like, nobody to be found. This woman may end up losing her eye after that savage attack. In today's New York Post, Nicole Jelinas writes, Risking our lives to take the train. City fails to protect women. If you don't protect women... The city can never come back. 50% of these office buildings are empty. Nightlife is no longer lit up. Without women, it's not going to attract the men. It's just not. But then again, this is what the mayor and his staff continues to say, that it is your perception of crime, not the reality. A safe subway system. Transit police officers, they have done their jobs. What we must do is remove the perception of fear. Cases like this aggravates the perception of fear. Uh, when you see homeless individuals with mental health issues not being attended to and given the proper services, that add to the perception of fear. And so what our battle is in the subway system is fighting the perception of fear. Yeah. Eric Adams, uh, now that you flew down to Washington all day, you think you can make time in your busy uh, nightlife schedule to go and visit this woman and tell her that it's really your perception of, of fear, young lady. It's not the reality of fear. You, Eric Adams, are a double disgraziata, a double shanda. I warned all of you during the general election you ignored me. You said he's the guy who was the cop. He's law and order. He is Ugas. He has done bupkis. Oh, yeah. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. La Ah, uh, you know, uh, Lou, 
We're in the midst of the time of year when we celebrate the pride of Italian-American contributions to this great country of ours. Especially those from uh, the southern part of Italy that I would say were like the equivalent of what the Mexicans are today. They did all the grunt work, uh, pick and shovel like my grandfather, Fidel Bianchino. Many of them could not read, could not write, and yet they helped build this country to the greatness that it is. I mean, they worked hard, real hard. And uh, the celebration of Columbus Day was always meant to uh, celebrate their contributions. In fact, the only time I ever agreed with Andrew Evilize Cuomo, uh, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, is when he made that comparison. He was right, in which he said, no, we're not tearing down the statues and we're going to continue on with the parade. Well... Uh, the uh, Democrats, um, they have a chasm. They're split. Half the Democrats, they want to take down the statues and they want to discontinue the parade and discontinue the holiday on October 10th. So yesterday, uh, in the hallway, I said, uh, so I said Rosenberg, he was making a number of appearances, including on the fan at 4 o'clock with Carton. I heard that. That was great. Uh Citizens United, I've always said to you, steal that book, just like Abby Hoffman's book. Steal the book. And if you can't steal the whole book, then just rip out page 27 and see how I and I alone saved this radio career at WABC. I'm taking full credit. Well, what the hell? Isn't that what our business is about, Lou? We never share the credit. We always take the credit. But anyway, we, we met like, like the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa, and the Maria like passing ships in the hallway. And I said, Sid, you're going to be in that open Cadillac convertible again, that red El Dorado that you were in last year's uh, Columbus Day Parade on October 10th? He said, definitely. I said, you know, I'll be doing the 12 to 1 o'clock shift uh, live from the uh, from Fifth Avenue right before you hit the uh, TV uh, promenade that'll have Bartoloma and our own uh, Jersey Joe Piscopo up there. So we'll, we'll be broadcasting live from the Columbus Day Parade. And I got to tell you, we're going to have to keep all eyes on the fact that Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan who always talks about pivot and shift now in order to avoid dealing with serious situations. Last year as the candidate... He did not march in the parade, purposely. And everybody gave him a pass, including the parade organizer, Angelo Vivolo. Not going to happen this year. I'm going to be all over Chaz Palminteri, who has been defending Columbus Day Parade activities and the statues that are up, the ones that I am most aware of, the bust of Columbus in the park there at Arthur Avenue in the Belmont section, now protected by the Albanians, then there's the statue outside of Brooklyn State Supreme Court in the shadow of Brooklyn Borough Hall. There's the Columbus statue in Astoria. That's AOC land, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That could come under siege at any moment. But he has to protect the statues, especially the main one in Columbus Circle. And he has to participate in the parades. Now, let's say the mayor tries to... Uh, do the boogaloo, as he says, Lou, and says, I can't make it on October 10th. Well, Mr. Mayor, there is the Bronx annual Columbus Day Parade in the neck, in Throg's neck, the day before on the 9th. 
And then on the 8th, Saturday, two days before the main parade on 5th Avenue, you have the parade up 18th Avenue in Bensonhurst. Last year, you didn't march in any of those parades. You read a proclamation at the end of the Brooklyn uh, Columbus Day Parade, and they give you a pass. We're not giving you a pass this year. And by the way, whatever happened to the Columbus Day Parade in Howard Beach along Cross Bay Boulevard, they discontinued it. And they had a great Christopher Columbus Day Parade on New Dorp Lane in Staten Island. They discontinued it. And why not get the Christopher Columbus statue that they took down in Syracuse and they put into mothballs they have in a warehouse, gorgeous statue, and bring it there and put it up right there on New Dorp Lane, right there in the middle of Highland Boulevard. The Italian-Americans would appreciate that and would take good care of it. But uh, I'm going to be on with Sid tomorrow, Lou. That's right. In the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to discuss this. And maybe he'll let me reintroduce a brand-new song about Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan called Pivot and Shift. This is not a shelter issue. This is a humanitarian refugee migrant crisis, humanitarian crisis. And so we're going to pivot and shift as it needed. <laughs> pivot and shift. I do the boogaloo. First you pivot, then you shift. Pivot and shift. The walls. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Pivot and shift. This is not a shelter issue. First you pivot, then you shift. Pivot, 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 pivot and shift. Wow. Great work, Chris Libertini, Chris Bavona of the deep state. We now have it's all in the hips. And we have pivot and shift. 